The Wrestling Brain podcast is recorded in front of a live audience at twitch.tv slash wrestlingbrain. You can be a part of the show, have your voice heard, hang out in the chat, or call in and talk to us immediately following AEW Dynamite, AEW Rampage, and AEW Pay-Per-Views. Check us out live immediately following all of those shows on twitch.tv slash wrestlingbrain. And while you're here on the podcast, do us a favor, rate us five stars or subscribe or follow or whatever your favorite podcast provider does do that for us and you could be one of the many people who are saying wrestling brain Oh my God! Uh, you welcome to the A Double Dudes. Welcome to the Wrestling Brain. People are saying Wrestling Brain. What did we just watch? One of the greatest pay per views in the history of time. I can't remember being this buzzed after anything in forever. Uh, welcome to Wrestling Brain. I'm your boy the Zoobs. I am joined by Josh Custodio. Thank you so much for joining us tonight, live on Twitch.tv/slash Wrestling Brain, and for all of you tonight listening for the first time on the Wrestling Brain podcast. We are so fired up. We cannot wait to talk about. Fucking all out 2021, which will go down in history uh, as one of the greatest of all time. Josh, can you even put into words how you feel right now? If you're going to play my song, I'm going to dance. If you're going to put good professional wrestling for four hours in front of me and you need someone to talk about it up and down, I'm your, I'm your Huckleberry. I'm the man with the plans. Oops, can I put it into words? No. I can't put it into words because you and I have spent this week and hello to all the brainiacs in the chat. God bless you. We will get to you. We will get to interaction. Tell everyone, you know, that wrestling brain is live. Let them know guys. We just witnessed greatness. Come watch J zero and the Zoobs, uh, get down, get down and move it all around. Boy, oh Zoobs, boy. we spoke all week about our excitement for this pay-per-view. I put a call out on our Twitter at wrestling underscore brain at the beginning of the week. I said, scale of one to seven. Where is everyone's anticipation? And almost unanimously across the board, the answer yeah. was seven zoos. The, the, the cynical ones out there are saying six. <laughs> Wherever you were on that scale, you weren't ready. Even if you were seven out of seven anticipatory for this show, All Elite Wrestling gave you more than that. If if you came into this and listen, this happens every time there's a show, every time there's an event, every time there's a anything is ever anywhere. Uh, people will will give themselves this impossible. What if they debuted Daniel Bryan and uh, Adam Cole and Ruby Soho and Minoru Suzuki all on the same show? I, I don't that believe doesn't it. make sense. What you said? I don't believe it. I can't believe we're here. I can't believe this is reality. I can't believe this is what the show is. I can't wait for fucking Wednesday. I can't <laughs> wait for Wednesday. Minoru Suzuki's fighting John Moxley. In Cincinnati. <laughs> I'm losing my mind. Brains in the chat oh my God. for all of you in their zoom. So many subs to thank McVander Huge gifting out 10 to the community right out the gate. A bunch of follows in there. We are on the road to 51,000 followers. If you are here right now, please drop a follow there. If you're feeling generous, please feel free to drop a sub. Help us celebrate this unbelievable night. Happy Wrestling Brain motherfucking Sunday. We will be with you for the next couple of hours reviewing this show top to bottom. Then taking your calls about this event. Zoobs, we didn't talk about this before, uh, and if you don't like this idea, 
I, I hear you. Yeah. But I think we have to break convention. Sure. I don't wow. think we go through this pay-per-view bottom to top. I don't think we can. I don't think we can do it service because why I am riding so high right now. Of course. It's the main event in the post-match. Zoops, can we, Agreed. Can Let's we work break backwards. formation? Yeah, I agree. Let's work backwards here. I think that's just what I thing to do because uh, it's an impossible lead to bear. You can't not talk about this. The most exciting thing maybe that's ever happened. <laughs> um, brilliant. <laughs> just in history. Listen, the whole night, the whole night yeah. was paced brilliantly. I come on here after a lot of these AEW pay-per-views and um, a 36-year-old man and it's midnight Eastern and then I would be like, that's a long-ass show. It was paced brilliantly tonight. Uh, it was, it was sort of, it really hit these beautiful waves and when it peaked, it peaked and then it peaked and then it peaked and the last... Listen, I put you put that last five minutes of television up against anything you've ever seen on any show anywhere ever in terms of a crowd. Uh, Period. Like anywhere ever you get in your life, you may never see it again. Perfect storm. Uh, it it was hit after hit after hit of the pure dopamine, baby. That was what we. This is what this is. These are the moments, right? Every so often, I talk about this, and this is a great opportunity to talk about this. This is what makes it so rewarding to be a wrestling fan, is because this doesn't and can't happen anywhere else. It's impossible. This, the, literally what happened tonight, you can listen and people, you know, there's like people do things like Marvel movies, right? There's these big reveals, right? But the crowd being there is what makes it. It's like it's like if you were to go to see the greatest play in the world and they just like kept rolling in the people greatest actors encouraged. you've ever seen. They were, they were begging these people to cheer. Unbelievable. People... Unbelievable. Uh, we're raring to go. Zoobs, let's get to a couple comments here in the chat. I'm losing see, my mind. Endless saying top to bottom, as excited as us. Eric Hartman, shocked that we're going top to bottom, but I presumably loving it. Sakebun saying watching that show in a movie theater was the best decision I've made. Next to best thing to being there, I believe. Movie it's theater, Steve great call. Throwing a brain in the chat. God bless you. Maddie Max saying having the only good panic attack ever. I've never <laughs> heard it said better than that uh, from our own Maddie Mac. Non-fat Mike with a brain in there. Chain wallet owner agreeing with these zoops saying the match order couldn't have been better. And damn it, damn it, damn it. Saying QT Marshall should be the second thing you talk about. <laughs> nice boy online gifting a sub to Steve Dangle. My God, zoops. What a night. Yeah. E-Prime as well gifting out a sub to the community. Castle Flair with the... Uh... The, the Prime sub, which we love. If you already have Amazon Prime, you're already morally bankrupt. So it's giving it to, uh, giving your free monthly to us <laughs> doesn't it doesn't change your uh, your standing anywhere. Uh, Non-fat Mike gifting subs, as you said, uh, Pace Foul with a five bomb and McBander huge with a ten bomb on the big on the big audience. So we love that. Thank you so much for the support. Uh, excellent. Uh, so I guess we start at the top. Listen, oh my goodness, the the brilliance of it all. Um, bringing out Cole first. And and get, getting that pop and boo to set up another anonymous pop, like uh, anybody, the, the people are going to be at that show and are going to call into this tonight, I hope. We have some up some folks that we know on the ground, Brainiacs on the ground with signs. Um, some of them are going to call and I'm really excited about uh, sort of, you'll, you'll never be in a better crowd in your life. Like that's really special. And uh, I was losing my mind for most of the night. I found myself... <laughs> losing my mind basically since the first move of Eddie against uh, Miro and like not really let down at any point in the evening. So I know I keep getting too big picture, but like, how could you, you not? Zoops? What, what could you even say? You get, you get the elite expanding with uh, the, with the, the name on everybody's lips. That wasn't punk and Brian with, with Adam Cole. Like that's off. You already, you already, he's there and you already know who he's with. And then you get Daniel Bryan at the end. Uh, Brian Danielson, pardon me, the, the, it's real. And, uh, honestly, you know what? I'll say this commentary was great all night. I thought the commentary had a really strong night. There was some great stuff. So excellent. Zoops, let segment. me go for it. 
because you were these zoobs. Yeah. And I need you lasered. I need you saying, here's mm. what happened. Because you're the man. I know. You're the guy. People are here to hear your I, takes. My brain's scrambled right now. Zoobs, I'm still shaking. I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> this is not me dumping on you, but this is me saying, I want to talk about the whole thing because the whole thing deserves it. Right. Kenny Omega versus Christian Cage for the AEW World Heavyweight title. Zoobs, let's talk about first impressions here. Both these gentlemen supporting some new gear. Kenny Omega, some blue hair. What was your impression here? We'd already seen a marvelous show before this. Were you able to get up for the big fight feel? of Kenny Omega versus Christian Cage. The, the main event of this night, we found out today that was going to be the placement. I think you and I had both said that's where we wanted it, so we're pleased there. Talk to me about this match, Zooms. Uh, compare it to the Rampage match and your personal enjoyment of it here tonight. Yeah, thank you for... for you know I create structure, and it's when I work best is... is uh, like, quick structure and tight deadlines is actually where you get the best out of me. Uh, is it, I, thought, I thought coming into it, it's a bit of a tough spot, right? You're coming out of the Punk debut, and you're, and you're basically, like, everyone in the building knows... or. It, He's going to be pissed if it's not Daniel Bryan at the end, right? Basically, at the, at that point, so um, you're sort of you're sort of in a tough spot. But I I thought they did a good job. I'm I'm a huge Kenny fan, so I always love when they get Kenny into that. Or if he, he take he visibly takes that next step with the viciousness, and I, they did it tonight around the middle finger from Christian before they set up to the V trigger, where he hits him with the extra snapdragon, and sort of everything after that is sort of tinged with that extra layer. Um, I always enjoy when he hits that gear, so I was pleased. And uh, listen, the visual of the top rope of <laughs> One Main Angel and the Chicago crowd lifting around it, I thought, was really beautifully shot. Um, awesome. They got, definitely got me there. Listen, I was ready to fucking go tonight, so yeah. Zoobs, these guys were so smart, and we'll talk about why we need to talk about this match in contrast with CM Punk Darby Allen because they were a one-two punch and it wasn't on accident. So again, we're working it backwards tonight. But rather than a slow boil, rather than oh, does so and so still have it, and we get there, the bell rings and Christian Cage and Kenny Omega are fighting. The gun has fired, the pistol is shot, and the race has started. This reminded me of uh, what we like about Tomohiro Ishii. What we like about Minoru Suzuki, what with the, these wrestlers who know that they don't have all the time in the world and Christian and Kenny out the gate decided, listen, this isn't the rampage match. We're not going to build. We're starting this one with a bang. And it's really only going to get more extreme and more hardcore uh, spirited, which listen, we need to start talking about Kenny Omega as a hardcore wrestler. The unsanctioned match with Mox. The exploding barbed wire death match with Mox. This match had hardcore spots all over it. We, we need to start talking about Kenny Omega. Not only is obviously one of the world's best pro wrestlers, but a guy who also has this style absolutely mastered. Zoobs, we have a birthday in the chat. Oh, I'd love to see that. It's Nice Boy Online's birthday. Wow, what a gift. Happy birthday. Can we get a happy birthday, Nice Boy Online, going on in the GD chat? What a gift. This match in particular, Zoobs, I adored this match. I was able to get into it top to bottom. I was, I had been served up, like you mentioned, the, the buffet of appetizers leading up to this entree, or perhaps this was the dessert, had set the stage so well for me to expect a high-end sort of classic, and I feel like, to their best of their abilities, they did it. Now, was this Kenny Omega, Hangman Page? No, of course not. Is it Kenny, what I think I'd eventually see on Punk, Daniel Bryan, anything? No, no, no. But was it the best thing that Kenny Omega and Christian Cage could have given us in this impossible spot? I'm tempted to say yes. Yeah, I think I think I think you're, you're probably not far off. I thought it was. Listen, it's, you good Kenny matches. You sort of put him in this spot for that reason. Uh, we want to shout out Cullen the comic with a ten bomb in the chat. What, what I watched this with him tonight. How could he already awesome. be somewhere gifting us subs? Hello to John. His first time watching an AW pay per view, and I think uh, he can tell you in the chat 
but definitely a person who uh, enjoyed it. So, John, thanks for uh, spending time with me and being here tonight. Uh, uh, Albert B. ITW, pardon me, sorry, with a, with a, with a gifted and D-month subscribe with Prime. As we said, Prime, super dupes, easy. Uh, five bombs from Steve and from Nice Boy Online. And Hunter Ridge gives one out. Gleason JW gives one out. Uh, boy, oh boy. Oh, pardon the me, gives five, gives five out. Subs flying around. People so generous. Thank you so much. Uh, be part of the action here on on on. Twitch TV, it's the best way to view this show and listen to this show, by far. Be it the incredibly high vertical frog splash from Christian, the stiff V triggers, the goddamn upside down table spot. I think this match was just mm -hmm. sort of altogether more hard hitting than I had imagined it, and certainly more hard uh, hard hitting than their first encounter. Sorry, Zoops, please. DJ Stern, <laughs> dad with a 10 bomb. Subs flying around. Uh Incredible. People, thank you so much. It's Wrestling Brain. All goddamn day. If you are one of the... Almost everybody in the chat must have a sub at this point. <laughs> Drop a brain in the goddamn chat and thank the person who gave you a sub. Tonight we ride. We're going all night. It's Labor Day tomorrow. We can all sleep in. I'm riding high off this pay-per-view. Zoops, do you agree that this match was uh, more hard-hitting and just sort of more uh, raw and physical than maybe you were expecting or than we were led to expect from their first match? Uh... It was definitely more hard in the first match, for sure. And uh, and listen, it's what I expect of a main event Kenny Omega match. That is, that's a real true expectation that he has built up of himself, and he delivered in this place, which is not always easy to do when you're as highly thought of as he is. Again, though, how many times is this fucking guy going to deliver Kenny Omega? He goes down to Mexico. He faces Andrade. The day after, he faced Christian. He wrestled the tag on Wednesday as well. This guy, the Ray Phoenix TV match, the, the barbed wire death match with John Moxley. Kenny Omega, I don't know if this is news to you, is the real deal. He is the best belt machine. Yeah, absolutely. Surprise to absolutely nobody. Zoobs, Kenny Omega does retain his AEW world heavyweight championship with a wonderful avalanche one-winged angel with like you say the crowd comes alive behind him sort of a, a picturesque they come up as christian comes down a wonderful pan and good uh, finishing sequence i thought but zoobs i don't know how much people are going to remember kenny omega versus christian cage right and and uh, we knew that sort of going in right that, that was sure. sort of that was sort of working against it which is a testament to how the level they did get it to take did get taken to for sure zoobs here's how we're going to do this next part i'm going to say a piece of what happened and then you're going to tell me how you felt about that piece. And we're going to work through it that way. You got it? Yeah, I do. The match ends and Kenny Omega is joined by the Good Brothers and the Young Bucks. Don Callis comes out. He's already out there, but he comes. And all the elite is in ring. How do you feel with all the elite staring down the end of the pay-per-view belt held high? Uh, well, again, it's sort of it's hard because in that moment, you, I'm thinking... Uh... I'm thinking fully about what what they're doing to get uh, <laughs> what they're doing to get to Dana Bryan coming out, right? Unfortunately, in that in that spot, so I don't really have. It's hard to say that like, what do I think about that moment as the end of the pay per view? Because like, I knew it wasn't going to be. You know what I mean? No, that's actually why I asked. So in this moment, you were anticipating Bryan Danielson almost for sure. Yeah, but that is not what happened. Instead, Swerve, bro. Uh, here comes Adam Cole, heavily rumored uh, to be there tonight. Uh, Britt Baker hitting a Panama Sunrise, his finisher, also Panama City Playboy, his former nickname in Ring of Honor in her match, sort of teasing it, a little foreshadowing perhaps earlier on in the night. Um, Zeus, Adam Cole comes out. 
How is the Zoobs feeling now? The crowd knows to yell Adam Cole, baby. They know who this guy is. This old adage about, well, you know, the casual, the audience doesn't really know who NXT people are. Well, I've been telling you to shove your thumb up your ass for a couple of years. And uh, guess what? Your boy was right. They knew who Adam Cole was in this building. Zoobs, how do you feel seeing him swagger out in uh, all his glory? Was nice. It, it was nice. It, it was nice because um listen he's a guy that the story was going to be with those guys anyway and i'm glad that they sort of get it taken care of right away uh and as i said sort of before it, i love that they were able to get both directions of the pop out of him right as they get they get the like we don't even know why he's here we're just happy to see him pop and then they're also able to get like also this guy is like right he's one of these like dork like jerks like he's one of those guys <laughs> Absolutely. So you, you sort of get both sides of it and, and use that to build to what comes next. So I was a huge fan of the usage here. I think uh, basically the best possible case scenario for a Cole debut. Bike Mellon, who's in the chat, I was watching this with him tonight and he remarked, Adam Cole feels about 100,000 times cooler already just being on this stage. I agreed with him in the moment. Keep it or kick it to the chat. I'll explain keep it or kick it, I suppose, here, Zoobs. Keep it or kick it is a game where I give a wrestling prompt to the Zoobs and you, the Brainiacs, in the goddamn chat. And you go over to your remote columns where you will find two boots, a keep, and a kick. If somebody could put the two in the chat, that would be absolutely fantastic. Keep means you like this prompt. You love this prompt. You want some more of this prompt. Kick means you hate this prompt. You despise this prompt. You never want to see this prompt again, Zoobs. Do you understand the rules of keep it or kick it? I got it, baby. I'm ready. Zoobs, keep it or kick it. In only walking out, Adam Cole felt cooler tonight in AEW than he ever has in new extreme wrestling, NXT. <laughs> Easy keeps. Easy keepsies. Um, Talk to me about it. What made him feel cool? For me, when he was in, as you said, new extreme uh, wrestling, New extreme talent. New extreme talent. Sorry. <laughs> NXT zooms. Yeah, sorry. I listen. It's been a. It's been quite a day. Uh, <laughs> it's all keeps in the chat, by the way. Um, Amazing. Okay. For me, it was like keep, keep but important to note, Robbie three three two saying it or saying it right. Keep, and he was pretty fucking cool at NXT. Yeah, I agree with that. So, yeah, I agree with that. But I think you have so much more like history and and so much more of like it feels more authentically him. In this situation, I think there's a, a level, level of authenticity that, that is allowed here with with the amount of time that he's known everybody that's involved in this. I think that that is hard to manufacture. Not that he didn't know the guys in NXT, but it was sort of, you know, you're always trying to fit into that mold, sort of. And I think this is him, like, this is very obviously what he's extremely used to and extremely comfortable with. And it's just, it's just what it was when he left. Now it's 100 times bigger and better. Why wouldn't he want to be at this, you know? Zoobs, it needs to be said that uh, I don't mind being wrong, and I, I don't mind admitting to you when I was. When I saw Adam Cole join the Elite and the crowds booing and Kenny Omega's mugging to the camera, I thought we were going to go off with this. I thought that this – and I would have liked it, to be honest, that they sure. would – with Chicago raining down booze, the big pop, ha, we got you again. I won the title, and you, you thought my buddy – wasn't going to be on my team. I actually was saying, oh, I think this is actually kind of a cool ending, and this show was good enough that they can pull off sending Chicago home booing. But Zoobs, is that what happened? Yeah, I'm with you, actually, in that, like, that would have worked for me. And, I, and I'm, I, maybe I'm being conspiracy theorist. I think there's a reality where they, where they maybe were going to go with that, and they decided to push everything into one day but i have no complaints about be being able to watch the one day <laughs> like, <laughs> the good thing about that is the one day happened and it's today and i just watched it and i feel amazing 
<laughs> so yeah, I would have been fine with that. I think that's a great. It, it would have felt a little WCW with Leaper says, which is a, it's a it's a maybe a maybe a it's it's very NWO. I, I don't know that it's uh, you know, but. Um, I, I could not possibly be more exhausted of somebody in our chat saying something on AEW reminds them of WCW or TNA. Folks, all you're saying is I didn't watch those shows when you're saying that. You're just showing your ass. That's all that's happening. <laughs> it's nothing like – are there heels in a faction going off air holding the belts? Yes. Is that also in, in every other company? Yes. Once you start honing it in on the NWO, <laughs> instead of Adam Cole and Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks out there – you have Biff Busick, Virgil, and four people you've never heard of before and didn't know were in the NWO. Stop it. Just leave me alone. Every week, Zoobs, we get this comment. Uh, listen, it's, it's, it's the thing that is not WWE, you know? It's sort of that's I as far as it can go no. sometimes. Um, Teen Day is pointing out, remember when Brian Adams joined the NWO? I do remember yeah. that. That's a better example of something that feels like I did. Maddie Max, they tapped the brain, brother. Thank you, Maddie Max. Uh, Always in my corner. If, if I'm, maybe I'm getting my history wrong. Um, you know, I'm a bit of a historian. You are. Everybody knows. Brian that. Adams joining the uh, NWO. That was, don't, don't, it was the summer of 69, I think that happened. <laughs> Uh, that's so dumb. <laughs> You're the worst guy it's, ever. You know. <laughs> it's, it's incredible, Joe. <laughs> the chat's booing you. <laughs> Gumby, I'm with you. I'm booing Zooms too. <laughs> nice while online cashing in. Take a hit. I'll see you in a second here, Zoops. Zoops, can you talk a little bit about how wrong you and I were? Adam Cole has joined the elite, but what happened next? Listen, thrilled uh, with the Adam Cole thing, as I said. Uh <laughs> The fucking music hits. We, we hear Daniel Bryan's or Brian Daniel. I can keep calling him Daniel Bryan out of habit. We hear Brian Danielson's music, and it's like I don't know. It's like you're living in a dream or a or like an alternate reality where you like like you know a, an internet forum got to book a, a wrestling company. You know what I mean? It's like the greatest universe mode come to life. It's like. Uh, I can't believe that this is a real thing and that I'm alive for it. You know what I mean? That's the sort of thing. And so I got to cut you off. Is this the first time this year you've had this thought about no. AW? <laughs> like at least once a second, month. Yeah. The third, it's the at least fourth? once a month. Yeah. Uh, damn it, damn it, damn it. Saying only Lorkin is in their top 10. That's my bad. Not Biff Busick. Uh, Buff Bagwell is who I meant to say there. <laughs> I love only Lorkin. Uh, it is all love. I love that. Doug Crap saying living in a simulation. Folks, it feels like it. Kurt Plot 27 saying. I could barely hear the music, but it sort of ride the Valkyries plus some other generic BS. I didn't like this music at all. Here's what this music was to me, Zoops. And tell me, tell me if I'm wrong and chat, somebody back me up or say, Josh, you're, you're on one. I thought this music that opened with Flight of the Valkyries and then broke into like a bit of a hip hop beat was him saying, I don't want the yes chant. Right. It's like when Kurt Angle went to eat WWE CW and he took out the dun dun because he didn't want the USAC. He didn't want something to chant along. He wanted to be an actual heel. That's what this was to me. This was a very generic and something that you could – there was no spot to go yes to. That, that's how I read this. Am I out to lunch, chat? Uh, that's interesting. That's a, great, that's a great thought process. Just buy the goddamn Final Countdown, says Eric, says E-Prime. I'm a Flight of the Valkyries guy over Final Countdown. Am I alone on this? Uh, I know, I know uh, Valkyries more commonly. Yeah. Crazy. Look at him. He looks great. He looks great. 
he's he gets to do these huge German suplexes. I I I'm very excited for uh, where he fits into this show because um I don't know he's it I I don't know he's been a guy that like so many of the things that he's done. Like in the last little bit, basically, the only good thing that I can remember seeing in New York, and in, in, in as long as I can really think back until I lose track of what year I'm talking about, right? <laughs> He's the most recent thing that I was like, people should look at this, people should check this right. out, right? You don't say yes. that often about, you know, we're, we used to be selective talking to your non wrestling friends. Of course. But he was one of the few things where it was like this gimmick this guy's doing where he's like literally just being like correct out loud and it's making him a heel. You got to see it. It's amazing. He's cutting up the merchandise, whatever. whatever. You remember that this party had the, the belt made. It was like this really the only thing in New York that was any good that I can remember. And everything since then I can't really remember. So um, to, to understand what he might do here is, is really exciting. And you got to think, I mean, it seems like his style is, is dream match to her is all I can really, it's all I can really think. What do you think he's going to do? I guess I guess is my question because you are got a great mind for this stuff, but you're always asking the questions. Where do you think he's slotting in? What do you think it's going to work in? That's nice of you to say, Zeus, but I must say you have the better in the moment thoughts on the biz than I do. I always like to go for my walks after work and think mm. about these things. In the moment reactions, I mean, you have to think he's going after who he was going after. He's going to come, come on. He was out there. Yeah. Who was he kicking in the head? The elite, right? This is where this is where Brian Danielson, you and I both said it on Wednesday's show. This is where he belongs. <laughs> I want him on the Dream Match tour. Uh, this is not only my prediction, but what I think needs to happen. If Kenny Omega is going to drop the belt to Hangman at full gear, that's still three months away. He's got to wrestle somebody in between. And Brian Danielson seems like a great person to uh, have another title defense against to me. And I have to agree with the chat. Uh, number one match that comes to mind: Daniel Garcia. Right? It's got to be. It's got to be Danielson Garcia. Pretty much. By the, in the next two weeks, right? Danielson Garcia or I, I don't think so. I think Punk's got him. I think they're going to move to Punk, Darby, and Sting against. I think Garcia, Garcia and two I think Garcia can handle those guys in the same week. Wrestle one on Wednesday, one on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm the Dan Garcia guy. Yeah, Who do you love in that? I'm trio? fully into two. I'm fully into two point That's yeah, the only downside I have tonight, right? If you want to, it's like a It's a six point nine nine. No, uh, no, uh, no two point tonight. Oh well. McVander Huge saying Adam Cole versus Jungle Boy is a feud I want. That yeah, I think is perfect. a great call. That's Would a, love a, to see that. That's perfect. You know, it's funny. My mind, of course, went to all the Brian Danielson matches. I barely even thought about who on the babyface side <laughs> is Adam Cole going to work. And Zeus, maybe we move past it too quickly. Where does Adam Cole fit in in the elite? Kenny Omega is obviously your top guy. The Young Bucks are there. Is Adam Cole going to be slotting into your mid card on AEW? Or uh, what, what's the plan here? I honestly, and listen, we've talked. I'm a guy that I was, uh, not that I was critical, but I was, I'd said I wasn't that excited about Cole coming in and uh I'm more excited now than I ever expected to be uh already um but I, you know I th I think knowing that he's sliding in with the elite I think he's the surf perfect sort of like workhorse henchman guy right where, mm -hmm. where it's like they're doing all these like mischievous things and they send Cole out there to do damage and like fuck up divisions and like you know what I mean he's sort of their like yep. torpedo that they fire at people uh you know what I mean I love that yeah, I hope uh, – listen, I'm not as big of an Adam Cole fan as some other people in our chat. I know it seems like an extremely pro Adam Cole chat. I like him but have never at some point has he been anywhere near my favorite wrestler. He wasn't even my favorite wrestler in the Undisputed Era. But I fully admit he felt very cool tonight, and I'm extremely excited to see where he goes. Uh, Zoobs, this main event and, was a good – by the way, just before we move please, on from please. Cole, uh, a wife guy who gets to work with his wife. This we, Limitless potential. Here. The dream. Limitless potential. 
the goddamn dream. I would love to see them together at some point, like on screen, not like all coupley, but like no, absolutely. Is 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 Britt going to join the elite? Are we going to see elite having a women's tinge here, and that's what she's building with her little? You know, can we keep or kick that Zoops? Keep it or kick it. Fuck it. Every every now and then I stumble into one. Keep it or kick it. Britt Baker joins the elite. See it real quick. Zoops, I might be keeping this. Am I a sicko? That's why line says absolutely. Am I am I am I am I sick, Zoops? Did I just trip into that by accident? I might keep that. Oh, the chat loves me. I chat, love you too. Chat loving me tonight. I'm on fire. Zoops, you are on fire. <laughs> Have you you haven't been off fire since we launched the damn it's all, channel? It's all out. It's all out, right? You gotta empty the tank. This is what it's all about. And we're all out, which seems like a good reminder. If you do not follow us on Twitter yet, at wrestling underscore brain, at J0SHC, at the underscore zoobs, give us some follows. We do shows here. Every Wednesday and Friday. Wednesday's the moment Dynamite goes off air. Same thing we're doing here. We review the show. We take your calls. Friday, same deal. It's Rampage with Sick Nick and Thick Rick. Those two cover the show top to bottom. I'm loving that show, Zoops. I think I've tuned into everyone. Man, uh, I get, love those Friday shows. Andrade Pac. I'm so I'm mad about it. I would, I would Andrade Pac. Something else coming up on Rampage. Oh, they get the Mox and somebody in Cincinnati as well on Rampage. Bastards. But we get uh, we get Suzuki against Mox. So. Anfield Road with a five-pack of subs. Thank you so much. Unreal. Big brother. Domesticated Mallard for you gifts one to Rob Rousseau. Rob Rousseau putting brains in the chat. Love it. One of Canada's greatest minds here. Listen. Just throwing up the yellow like it's nothing. A great example of, of those of you listening on the podcast, which we love you doing. Uh, yes. You come in here for the show live. You never know who's going to be in the chat throwing brains around. It's always better to watch the show live at twitch.tv slash wrestling lane, even though we do sort of appreciate you podcast listeners as well. Zoobs, let's get out of the main event. Let's downshift a little bit. Let's exhale. I was riding high coming into this show. This pay-per-view was exquisite. Do we start now at the opener or do we work fully backwards? Um, what, and then sort of leave Punk for last? Punk for our main event the second time around. Yeah, you know what? Because I, I think I think punk is going to be a lengthy thing. You know, we can fly through some other stuff, and yeah. we will get to calls. We'll, we'll be able to worry. listen. The reason the show was so well paced was a lot of this stuff was basically the exact perfect amount of time, which is something that doesn't happen all the time. I thought they executed that tonight pretty well. Nothing felt like it was gratuitously longer than it needed to be, and the stuff that should have been like short and impactful was so all around. Rob Rousseau saying Doug Crap is also here. Doug Crap is a legend. We love Doug Crap. You couldn't say he's one of Canada's greatest minds, I but uh, but he is Doug Crap, and that's that's the damn truth. Zoobs, I wasn't sure if maybe the Zoobs was booking this show at points, and that started <laughs> right out the gate in All Out. Do you remember now, Zoobs? This might seem like a simple question. It's harder than it sounds. Do you remember what opened All Out tonight? I do, of course. Yeah, it is a is a the, the All Japan Eddie Kingston got to, got to come out and open the show before uh, that. Oh, the uh, well, then no, I don't, I don't know. When I first thought perhaps the Zoobs is booking the show is when ending the pre-show in the final minute before they went on air to the pay-per-view, Dan Lambert cuts oh, the promo. Yeah, that's right. With Junior Dos Santos, <laughs> Andre Orlovsky, the baddest motherfucker, Jorge Masvidal. That's right. In the box, Dan Lambert not impressed by this show. Now I wonder if even Dan Lambert maybe was turned. By Listen, the Dan, it's not a great. I love Dan Lambert, but the show. But if your if your argument is that the show isn't any good, it's like man, that's this is not the right show to. Make. Yeah, you're gonna look very foolish in a second. Every fan in the building is like, all right, man. Well, see ya. 
the 10 man tag on the pre-show was i actually enjoyed it way more than i thought i was going to we're not going to talk about it. there's so much to get to and we got to get your calls in here so i enjoyed it too but zooms let's talk about our opening match here good god eddie kingston and miro doing a little thing i like to call setting the tone beauty which was which was what hook does hook sets the tone <laughs> They didn't set the tone quite like hope, but they set the tone for the evening, Zoobs. God, Zoobs, I don't even know that I should talk about this match because I thought it was going to be great. I predicted the right winner on our preview show, of course. But, Zoobs, you described this match on the pre-show in a way that was more of a spoiler than a prediction. Do you want to talk about how this match played out and how you were so easily able to predict sort of the the style that these two were going to work in ring tonight? Well, you know, it's something – It's something, with any artist, When you sometimes when you learn the influences, you you – are able to sort of understand the work that they are trying to do a little bit better. And that is sort of the story with Eddie Kingston. Uh, and I thought commentary did a great job tonight in telling that story and being like Eddie Kingston loves 90s all Japan. They said the names of all four of the pillars on the show. Like, I'm sure that that was intentional from Eddie to sort of make sure that that was part of the story. And I thought it was really well, really well told. And, and exactly, listen, you want to know what kind of wrestling Eddie Kingston likes? It's like that wrestling match. <laughs> <laughs> um, Eddie Kingston... Beautiful performance. I, I, I said to you uh, while we were, we were chatting during the show, I said to you, like, I hope somebody tonight is able to be like, I like Eddie's promos and don't like him in ring. Like, he, this, is, this is what he's built to do. A slugfest. Uh, he loses by sort of bad luck. He, he visually – I love the spot where the turnbuckle was off, which he had pulled off, and Remsburg was fixing it, and that caused him to get late to the pin. I love that because that's, sort of, that's the sort of false finish where – both of them have a, have a way to look at that and be like, I should have beaten you. And and Miro can be like, why would I have kicked out before two, no matter how long it took him to get over there? Like, it, I'm I'm just laying there. So I think that's such a great, so many great moments. Uh, all the different, like, suplexes and, and the brawling. I, I think exactly what Eddie Kingston likes in a wrestling match. And I thought, uh, you know, a real badge for the title run for Miro, which is always important when you're sort of looking back at a championship run. I think having these matches that you put so eloquently that you were talking about in the pre-show um, feel like title matches. Can you get it to that level that makes it feel like a title match? And I think they really did succeed here with that. So here's a take I haven't seen absolutely anywhere, uh, mm -hmm. but I believe in my heart to be 100% true. And this is why you tune into Wrestling Brain is for things like this, right? We follow our hearts. That's the key to our show. We follow our hearts and it leads to our wrestling brains. This one's easy to me, Zeus. That's the best Miro match ever. Yeah. It's not even... I, second is what? John Cena at Mania on the tank? That's an entrance. That's not a Roman match. Roman in the cage? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the best Miro match ever against Eddie Kingston tonight. Easy. I loved this match. Let's get out there. Let's slug. Let's throw them bungalows. Let's chuck one another. We're strong. One of us is stronger than the other guy, and we're going to constantly show you that. But when the, when the less strong guy finally gets him up, it's going to feel great. If I had to, if I have to critique this match, which I absolutely adore, the, Miro saying game over in his current gimmick makes no sense. One of those things. Just call it the clutch or something. Video games got to come out. You got to you put something there. <laughs> That's that WWE merchandising brain, my friend. What a smart match. What did these two do before throwing a blow? Exactly what we said they should do. They were yelling at each other, jaw-jacking, trash-talking, getting in one another's face, and talking some motherfucking smack long before this match ever started, for a solid 20 seconds at the beginning of this match. A further continuation of what got us here. 
Yeah. Miro's understanding of his character at this point is as thorough as you're going to find in a pro wrestler. This is a guy I thought was an okay signing for AEW. He's one of the best acts on the show. Yeah, I think that's fair to say. It, it's it's been great, it, and especially the journey. It didn't start out all that hot. I think that's a nice that's a nice thing to be able to point to as well. Yeah, absolutely. I think a great point. I think that's a great point. The low blow in the corner. I've never seen that before to end the match. Smart finish. And the makes sense that Eddie'd be all over him. And uh, what was the quote on Rampage? Protect your neck. No, it was. Uh... <laughs> That was redeem oh, these redeem balls. These nuts. Yeah, redeem these nuts, and he gets them with a nut shot. That's some brain. Oh my god! Would you believe I? I might be the only guy on earth who didn't get that. Rio, I didn't even think Rio about tweeted it. it out. Well, I feel like I feel like an absolute rube. Oh. I was not looking at my phone. Listen, I felt like busy. I should have been you're more in the moment. You're in the moment. No, you don't want to be on I your felt... phone for this. No. I felt like I should have been more active on our Twitter. Tonight. No, look at this. What would have, what, what could have changed? We had a, we're banging it out. Smart finish. Yeah, Brawling. Beauty. Beauty. Everyone's. This is the Paul Heyman. Why do our minuses? Let's just do our pluses. Mm-hmm. Why even bother? Turn those. We're not turning those down to two or one. We're turning them to zero. And we're turning what are good at to 10. Beautiful. If this would have been my match of the night, I'd have been fine with that. Yeah. Listen, it just set, it just set up. Again, as you said, set the tone. The first hour was, uh, was just great. Like this whole style just sort of carried over the whole hour. It was great. Zoobs, the second mind-blowing moment of this night. John Moxley is walking out to face Satoshi Kojima in a GCW hoodie. This is that's of course that's GCW champion John Moxley. You, I know I can't talk about this. <laughs> I think you we can. don't have time. I think I think you can. I think I think. Listen, I you're getting me as a carryover audience. I, I watched two GCW shows this week. You believe that? Did you watch last night? I watched. Uh, I watched. I had to watch Cardona, man. I got to flip over and see what Cardona is up to. So, yeah, I watched the end of the show. <laughs> uh, incredible kindness here in the chat from Double uh, X 307 saying that uh, the thing about tonight's amazing pay-per-view is that it also led us to this amazing episode of Double Dudes. That's incredibly kind of you. Very kind. Listen, guys, I- I- I'm not going to go all into it. Last night's GCW pay-per-view might be the second best pay-per-view this year after tonight's. Love that. The War Games. The ladder match. Ninja Mac is a star. Okay? Iron Beast are stars. Tony Deppin is a star. Nick fucking Gage is one of the biggest stars on two legs. Uh, This company is on fire. People are going to say years from now, but like, oh, GCW in the prime, they were so good. It's now. (laughs) Well, I'll tell you this. I watched the, what was it, Thursday show after Rampage. Uh, Pardon me, after after Rankdown with Nick. Nick and I watched... Uh, the Detroit show. We watched, we watched the Gage Detroit show. And we what? saw two Brainiacs. We saw E-Prime and the co- co-host of the, the Friday show, Paul, all over that show. Uh, I thought you meant E-Prime. Sitting right by uh, me. Well, listen, it's so funny. I was watching with Nick. Uh, and they're fighting into the crowd, obviously. It's a death match. Yeah. Uh, and at one point, Nick remarks, he's like, man, if anybody, if someone would just make a wrestling shirt that wasn't black it would stand out so much and the next camera cut is to our man e prime in a bright <laughs> yellow <laughs> frame shirt. oh Excellent. that's so funny e prime saying brett lauderdale who is the owner and booker of uh, gcw asked if he was tony khan's dad or tony deppin's dad you do have a really you both have like strong jaw lines i could see it <laughs> incredibly funny you said yes uh, and been like yeah he wants you to buy wrestling brain merch <laughs> 
I will try to bring this down. I am speaking too aggressively right now. I'm just feeling passionate. GCW was phenomenal last night. Anyway. Mox maybe, is wearing a GCW hoodie. It was why I'm saying I'm marking out. Listen, because maybe behind Kojima. Maybe we can get there. If, if, they, if they can get there and we can get there, the one day we can get there, you know? It's never been said better than that. Kojima, giant lion mark behind him. New Japan King of Sports. John Moxley, GCW hoodie, gets the win here. This is significant to me because this is the weekend that it is clear to me that I personally enjoy GCW more than I enjoy New Japan Pro Wrestling. And this match was that playing out for me. I got to see GCW pin New Japan Pro Wrestling. I thought last night's offering of New Japan was not much. And Friday's show, while I enjoyed Jeff Cobb and Okada quite a bit, was, uh, you know, I don't know what we're doing over there, Zoobs. Have you heard there's news there that, like, Dick to go as a, a strong hand of the booking back there? It, it's not good. It's been a while since I checked it out, man. It, it, the roster looks it, – it, it, it feels very thin, right? It's sort of you – So thin at top. You, you run into uh, that as a, real, as a real issue for me. It's a sort of it, – it, it's, it's hard to have new things sort of come up. Anfield Road is also oh my God. going around the subs in here today. Anfield what? Okay. That is, that is phenomenal generosity. Thank you so much, Alex. That's truly – that's some real goddamn kindness and some some love and energy. Thank you so much. Uh, this already feels like an absolute fucking privilege to do. So the fact that, you know, you're willing to do that is very kind. Zoobs, this match I thought was better than I thought it was going to be. Uh, be it Kojima's superplex or Mox. Like, I don't know if they had some discussion backstage where Mox is like, listen, in the back half of this match, I'm going to actually hit you. Like, we're, <laughs> we're getting you up, brother. Uh, just enjoyed it so much more than I was planning on. But Zoobs, let's be honest. The match was the match. And we loved the match. But he's near. The <laughs> man, the world's pers- world's worst personality. Monoro fucking Suzuki walks out to challenge John Moxley. Now, Zeus, I'm going to keep talking here if that's okay with you. Yeah, I just, I will, uh, only I want to say is a, a point that I'm happy to lead you in with. Please. The, the, the very true fact that the only two feuds that are currently happening for John Moxley are Nick Gage and Minoru Suzuki. Your thoughts on that and then expound on the rest. Well, well first of all, I want to know when we're just going to start thanking me. Because obviously, I'm having influence somewhere. We got, we got these at Minoru Suzuki and Nick Gage. The last, here's my last three days of t-shirts. I wore a Nick Gage shirt two days ago, Minoru Suzuki yesterday at AEW today, okay? Um, Zoobs. Minoru Suzuki walks out, and I go, okay, we're getting Suzuki, because we got this three-night Wrestle Kingdom announced, the, the dumbest idea ever. I thought, okay, we're getting we're getting Minoru Suzuki, John Moxley at Wrestle Kingdom. Zoobs, I'm a fool. I'm a damn fool. Where are we getting John Moxley versus Minoru Suzuki, Zoobs? Wednesday night, right before AE Double Dudes, live on twitch.tv slash wrestling in John Moxley's hometown, AEW's return to Cincinnati, Ooh. featuring John Moxley versus the King, <laughs> Minoru Suzuki. Folks, folks, we're talking about a, a pay-per-view. CM Punk wrestled on. Daniel Bryan debut. Adam Cole. Ruby Soho was... Soups. Minoru Suzuki is wrestling John Moxley. Are you hearing me? Yeah. Wrestling Minoru Suzuki. This Wednesday on Dynamite. Your face. reaction. I can't wait. I can't wait for Wednesday. They, they did it. Every minute of this pay-per-view had something that just made my, my, my head explode. It was nonstop. Uh, perfect. Uh, perfect. It, 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 
immediately, even if you, whether you like the Kojima match or not, immediately after you're like, well, this is great, right? <laughs> like, if, if you cared about the Kojima match in the slightest, this is, you're like, oh, this is fucking super great. Uh, and I thought the Kojima match was good. Oh, uh, incredible. Yeah, listen, it, Mox is wrestling all the, all the New Japan legends. He's, 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 he, like, I expect, um, be Brian Danielson to do is checking every name off his list. Uh, and loving it. Listen, it's a great, it's a great gig, and he's he's living it, man. So, no shine for me. Thomas nailing it here. Every week we all go, can't wait for Wednesday, and every <laughs> week it's completely wild. <laughs> I can't believe that's it. absolutely right. Yeah. Uh, nice boy online. Like Dangle was over here to the pay per view, and I was so excited I got to explain Minoru Suzuki to him. Yes, uh, I know that feeling. Uh, Rob Rousseau saying, I love wrestling characters that are just cruel bastards. And Suzuki is probably the best cruel bastard ever. I mean, if you believe Ken Shamrock's book, Minoru Suzuki is actually the cruelest bastard ever. At least young Minoru Suzuki absolutely and, was. And young Minoru Suzuki was very handsome. You must always remember how handsome. He's one of the hottest guys ever. Yeah. Maybe maybe not more than Katsutori Shibata as a young man, though. Yeah. Well, the, you know, these are the... Be a competing hot off. That's what it's like to be handsome. You understand, you, you understand what that's like. The whole your whole life, people are trying to fight you. You know, so people people. Scoots Brodo's in the chat. I saw he saw some guys trying to step to me last time he was up here. Of course, sometimes people are clung to me, but then they find out. You know, I've done a little of that Brazilian jiu-jitsu. They find out. You know, mm. we get real. <laughs> they say this guy's a jolly worker. Only on the exterior, brother. Zoobs, Chris Statlander versus Britt Baker. The perfect spot here, I thought. Uh, you talk about card placement. Uh, Britt Baker getting a star's entrance here. My, uh, my, uh, you know, my anticipation, the momentum, the snowball rolling down a hill is continuing with Britt Baker versus Chris Statlander. Now, Zoobs, I must say, I wasn't as into this maybe as my Discord, and I'll plug that if you want to chat wrestling with me and the hunks in the Discord every day exclamation mark patreon five dollars gets you into the patreon a couple new people joined today uh in time for the predictions pool i'm gonna have a piece up there on tuesday about, or sorry wednesday we have monday off uh, wednesday wrapping up this entire weekend gcw new japan and a little aw as well so uh five dollars patreon.com slash j0shc zoobs can i get your thoughts on chris statlander versus Britt baker yeah, listen, I thought it got there. But Statlander took some bumps in this match. Holy moly. And gave some. <laughs> Holy uh, I was actually curious to ask you because in the preview show, you were sort of – you expressed a, a worry that it wasn't going to get to what you described sort of as championship level. Did you feel it did that? Because I came into this match feeling pretty high on it and, and came away satisfied. So in a vacuum, absolutely not. No. But what we know about wrestling shows, if, if, if you got me, you got me. Mm-hmm. I'm in on the sin. I was loving this match because I was treated to snappy. We were right at entrance, entrance, boom. Great match, great match. The momentum, was this of the quality of the two matches before it? Like you say, the the ending was solid. They obviously like knew that portion a little bit better. I thought the beginning, the following sequences were a little out of step. But listen, this is minutia stuff when you're talking about a pro wrestling show. Yeah. I was enjoying this match. I'm not listen, I have to be not enjoying something for me to get to the level where I'm gonna sit here and nitpick, you know, the beginning. This was maybe not the pedal to the metal that the show started on. Um, but there were big moves, there were crowd reactions, there were cool entrances. If the moves are a little off, that's only about 10% of the equation for myself. Yeah, and I, you, you have me subscribe to the theory that sometimes that, that struggle, uh, especially when the story is power, you know, when, when it's a story of, of power versus sort of wit, um, 
it it can aid to that to that feeling when there is some struggle when there is some uncoordination i i find that to be uh make a lot of sense and and man i really think statlander has a ton of potential in terms of we always say this but man she can really do it all she's she's got great like power presence it's not just power but like a real presence to it i think she's got uh, a I thought she just looked great tonight. Yeah. Like she looked strong and felt powerful and had like a bit more of that Britt Baker star rub, I think. So yeah, uh, I enjoyed it. Scoots Brodo saying Orange Cassidy looked exceptionally hot when he was ringside for Stat Baker match. Yeah, I mean Orange Cassidy don't miss. That's a sexy guy. Oh, thank you for mentioning him. I actually wanted to say that that um mentioning both Scoots and Orange Cassidy. Thank you for mentioning Scoots in general. But mm-hmm. for mentioning Orange Cassidy is I thought his part in this match where um, he sort of gets, you know, we, we always see the, the tool of him getting fired up is something that they fire from time to time. And they didn't really do it. I appreciate it in the pre-show, but he does do it here to get Statlander in the ring when, when she's at like seven. He, he like yells at her and takes his glasses off and yells at her. It's like, get in the fucking ring. It's like he cares about his friends. Yeah. I thought that was a really nice small touch. I think that's uh, any display of emotion from him is a huge deal. Right. So I think that means I'm a lot. so glad you, you brought that up. That was a really effective moment and a great emotional beat uh, in this. Uh, the second rope net breaker looked great. I thought, yeah, I, I have written down here that there were two roll ups that, you know, just didn't look the smoothest, but again, that's if you're already bored. You're already not along for the ride. I was well here. But boy, Zoobs, there was, uh, there was something real good coming up next. What a show. The Lucha Brothers. The Young Bucks. Steel Cage Match. AW Heavyweight Title. Folks, was this your match of the night? Keep it or kick it. This was match of the night. Let's see, let's see. That's that's an easy keep it or kick it for nice and direct. Keep it or kick it. Lucha Brothers versus Young Bucks was match of the night. Lots of keep. Obi Wan Kobashi says all time great tag match. Keep off the wall. So this is a masterpiece, right? Yeah, listen, loved it. Uh, Stone Cold ET says match of the year. I think yeah, I think that's in there. And, and I'm you're. I'm so glad. Uh, listen, had me from the entrance. I didn't really know what was going on off the top, which I think is obviously part of it. Sure. And the moment it kicked into the live rapping, I was like, holy shit. And they came out in like the war gear looking incredible. I was like, this is star making was my honest to God. Nick and I did uh rank down on, on Thursday. Of course. And we had them in A tier, which was a reflection of like, they haven't been treated S tier in our minds. Not that they aren't S tier talents. Obviously they are. Yes, uh, you can't. But find, how they've been presented? It's how, where do they stand in the company? Right, was sort of our, our argument. And if they were to able to take the titles, it was to us. It was like that's that's moving up to S. Uh, this was absolute star material from the moment from before they came on. I love the custom entrance tonight. Way better than what Jericho got. <laughs> but well, like one of the best uh, names on here, Qui Gon Jin and Juice says, <laughs> "I love the Lucha Bros and was hyped for this match." But didn't expect them to make me feel so much. Absolutely ruled. You know, good way of saying exceeded expectations, which I would say is absolutely true. Justin Morris saying the entrance was so sick, especially Lucha Brothers. Yeah, no question about that. Uh, Obi-Wan Kobashi saying, I've never said holy shit more during a pro wrestling match. I, I would believe you. Um, uh, and if not for Callis, Abrahantis would be a lock for best non-wrestler, says Stake Buns. He was fantastic in this match. Zoobs, you feel like sometimes you've seen it all in a cage, right? Like this is an old style of match. We, you know, you're gonna get the Irish whips through the ropes into it. You know, wall spots. 
innovative match tonight, right? Yeah, I'm so glad that this is what they went with. I'm so glad that they decided to uh, make the Lucha Brothers in this moment. I think it's such a good idea because, man, how could you not want to see more of them taking on other great teams and having, like, you know, opening up this world of them being a, a standard bearer in the division is really exciting. Um, yeah, I thought it was awesome. Some, oh man, yeah, some some real crazy moments and uh, hard in your throat stuff. I I I was yeah, I loved it. I, I don't know how you could not love it. <laughs> uh, Zoobs, you, uh, Justin Morris, the Maddie Mac, a few in this chat uh, will know what high esteem I hold the NXT Triple Threat Tag before Authors of Pain, DIY, and the Revival. Now FTR. This match had a spot that was so evocative of that match, and it made me feel all good inside. When uh, Now, I forget who has who, but there's one young buck who has one Lucha brother in a package pile driver position on the, on the apron. And there's one Lucha brother who has the other young buck in the package pile driver position. Presumably that one's Pentagon, but I'm flying by. Um, I just thought when they have that moment they're communicating everything without saying everything where they go it's sort of the the standoff with the guns right it's like well are we gonna let them go we're gonna let them go and it's like no we're gonna take out our partners and then we're gonna get in there and go one-on-one i stuff like that zoobs that's the next when you know any i think most of the whole oh, the psychology of the bucks there's no storylines to the bucks matches that's that's the stuff right there that's the little nucleus that that just gets me all giddy i absolutely loved that moment uh penta and matt uh giving the the drivers thank you so much to luntopia fast dave and a couple others in there thank you uh yeah nick's yeah we we, we're talking look look we can't we can never ever say enough about the look of (laughs) nick jackson (laughs) i'm glad i'm glad every week there's something that is legitimately eye-dropping about his appearance uh Eye dropping, eye eye popping. Pardon me. Eye popping, jaw dropping, there heart it is. stopping. Zoobs. It was all that and more. There it uh, is. A time, maybe to remind everybody if you are listening on our podcast feed to head over to the iTunes store, give us five stars in there. Much like this match is going to deserve, leave some kind words. We're going to try and grow the wrestling uh, brain podcast arm of this too. So uh, your support is of course appreciated. Zoobs. This match uh, was not my match of the night, but is very understandable as match of the night to me um again all <laughs> I love the stuff it. i love this is something people you know this is something that sets you apart and makes you the brain genius is is the ability to put forth a keep it or kick it with the intention of voting kick it yes i would have kicked this one yes and then basking in the universal praise right you get the you, you take the time it's your own personal adam cole moment like regularly, <laughs> I, that I, I have to spend the rest of the show convincing them that it actually was Miro and Eddie. Okay, well, anyway, um, no, my my match of the night of oh Zoobs, the the bros ducking the golden trigger because mm. they've wrestled these guys so many times. I mean, how do you not get up for this stuff? This is the good stuff. Yeah, Corpla twenty seven Nick Jackson's beard made me shoot furious. <laughs> yeah, shout out to that Hollywood hair. Uh Penta bled all over his own family, says yes. nice boy online. Yeah, a few MMA heads reminiscent of Mark Coleman post-match with his kids after getting his ass beat by Fedor. Uh, Penta soaking in blood, hugs his crying daughter, Zoobs. If this visual isn't making your heart tick, you need to stop watching this stuff. I was coming unglued. This match was uh, 
even by these guys' incredibly high standards that exceeded them. How does Lucha Brothers versus Young Bucks exceed my expectations at this point? It I'm, shouldn't be possible. I'm so glad they did it. I'm so glad they pulled the trigger on 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 Lucha Brothers, and I'm and I'm so glad that they right got the uh, the family moment in. I think that's awesome. I think it was like because they were having as baby face of a moment as they were going to ever have, maybe in that in that like come up in front of a great crowd, uh, you know, and to, to get the family moment. I think it's huge for them. I think that's a huge part of of that win for that for that well, match in that moment. Did you think the crowd was going to be so there for the bros? You know, sometimes a, a danger from the Bucks is they they will put together like structure a cool match or they'll do they'll do cool enough things where it's like you you are applauding out of sheer like amazement. But uh, they're also very good, I found, at uh, at controlling that. Right? They're that's they've been at it as long as anybody. I didn't think that the Lucha Brothers were going to have this sort of support from yeah. the audience. Yeah. They were uh, over crowd. like Rover. I think the kids like to say. Zoobs, the Women's Royal Rumble up next. Uh, the destination may have felt a little unknown, but at least in my predictions pool over at patreon.com slash J0SHC, people were quite confident that we were going to get Ruby Soho in the Joker position and as the winner. I think you predicted her as the Joker on our prediction show. Is that right? Yeah, it pretty well. We had that weird thing about when we weren't, we weren't sure if there was already too many people announced. Oh, but right. Then Julia, yeah, Hart, Julia Hart got taken Julia out. Julia Hart got taken out. But. Uh... Yeah, there was a time where I was like, it feels like a weird spot because I was initially, of course, it was a pre-show thing. But uh, listen, that was the the theme of the night is like the the fantasy booking is happening right now. Like that's the <laughs> that's what the night was all about. So uh, yeah, I'm great, and I'm and I'm glad that is sort of you know it's a much needed thing, and I liked you know. I don't want to spend too much time on a, on the battle royal because it sort of like functions. You know these these very long shows. Parts of this function as like a intermission of, of sorts, right? The the early parts of this, a chance to like come down a little bit emotionally because you know you're a few minutes away from a finish still. Um, I and I still think the cards, the the suits is still a really weird way to time the people coming in, but uh, yeah. I don't. Okay, you, can you explain that to me? I hate this take. People they go, oh, it's confusing. I don't really get it. It doesn't work. I, how is this just not a battle royal where people enter in groups? Like, isn't that all this is? And the order the groups are is random? <laughs> yes, it, it is. It just, it, I, 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 the, the, I guess I'm just... It's I'm dead too, simple tonight. I'm too trained another way, I guess. I'm just too trained another way. I like this style. There's, there's four suits. Listen, the people not, are divided into you know, one of the suits. And that. one of the suits comes out all at the same time instead of one Again, at I, a time like the Royal Rumble. I don't feel that passionately about it. I'm not like, oh, this is ruining it for me and I don't want to watch this. Like, I, it's a little... It's a small thing, but... It, it's a it's a weird preference for mine, but yeah, um, it functions as as a sort of a, a nice measuring stick sometimes for a division, and I thought it functioned in that way. Tonight, I thought you got a pretty pretty clear idea of who the top like five to six to seven people are here, and I'm happy that they ended it with sort of their top two perceived baby faces. You would think at this exact moment in Ruby and, and Thunder Rosa, sort of very clearly being that upper crust of 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 the division. I thought was a nice it was nice to sort of see play out. I agree. Uh, DJ Sterndad, another great name in here. We don't know who's in each group, so the suit reveal is pointless. Yeah, I think they need to do like on Dynamite where they do draws and put people into the groups and let them know. I don't know. I just – the whole Twitter timeline is acting like this the worst thing in the world. It's just like if you – it's hard to create new matches. I've gotten that question on different shows a bunch of times. It's like create your own stipulation match, and you can't do it. It's so hard. And uh, this one just – I don't know. It seems completely fine to me. 
Yeah, and, and again, I don't, I, I don't feel too strongly about it. I, I sort of these a mid card match like this that is built as a battle royal to me sort of ser- again serves as an intermission of sorts to sort of collect yourself and and not yeah, this is the show peaking. low point, right? Yeah, yeah. And Besides great, great to see Ruby, Ruby. I would say that the good thing about Ruby was uh, there was the the chant before the music before the n- numbers got there. I thought that was nice to see. It was like that's what people wanted it to be, and that's who it was. So. A nice, yeah, again, nice thing this idea that like it isn't the hardcore audience who's inside arenas is just flatly untrue. These people knew who Ruby Soho was. What do you think of the music, Zoobs? This rancid song playing her out. Is this uh, rock and roll to you? Are you digging it? Yeah, man. I think that's something that AEW is good with is letting people sort of pick a music that reflects who they are and, and makes sense for them. I think that's awesome. People can identify with that really easily, you know? They sure can. Uh, I don't know if I love, like, the name being said in the song. Like, if you were a wrestler, Zoobs, would I be like, all right, here he is, the Zoobs, the Zoobs, the Zoobs. I'd be like, I don't know if this is so good. Man, you uh, are a musician, though. That was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, you like, you like. <laughs> you couldn't do it bad if you tried. My my version of doing it bad actually sounds okay. <laughs> I don't know, man. You get the guy, <laughs> you get the guy who does Big Show's theme to come in there and say well on there. <laughs> Paul White, I guess. I said I, no more BS. That's on me. Oh, that's funny. Um, I thought Ruby came across great here. She's of course an incredibly welcome ad to this division. She's gonna go right for Britt Baker. I don't think that she should take that title off of her right away. But God, what a what a gear to have in the machine. What a piece of uh star power specifically that's sort of needed in that division, I would say. Yeah, absolutely. And uh man, what a haven this place looks like. Must look People like. are saying they actually want to hear more about of the Zoob song. Of course, how could you not? I can't. I can't. I would love to hear more, but I don't want to be like doing the show with him. It's mighty fine because the Zoob's is so tall. He's six foot nine, and we talk about the business. We talk about it every day. We're the A double dudes, and this is wrestling brain. There you go, Justin. Uh, Zoobs, I think that uh, sky's the limit for Ruby. She will, is destined to hold that belt, and it will be phenomenal when she does. I'm super eager to see what she can do here. Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> I have to agree. <laughs> I have to agree. I can't wait. That'll be the actual. Well, we got to follow for the song. All right, we'll take it. Thanks for following J.S. Kirkpatrick. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, Zeus, if I needed to pop off camera for a couple seconds here, could you queue up, uh, talk a little bit about MJF's otherworldly good entrance here? Oh, yeah, happily. I'll be able to bring it up for our Twitch viewers. Uh, Oh, awesome, brother. The beginning uh, with the countdown evocative of the Y2J Save Us era. um, Brilliant. And uh, really evocative of what the entire thing has been about, the entire feud, of course. Uh, Yeah, listen, he does his homework. That's something that I've always liked about this feud for him is he's like, he has always him having proven that he's done his homework and like in the best way knows all this history in the best way and knows how to bring it up to his own advantage. And I thought this was a great mind game to play with a really hot audience. And, uh, you know, he's the top guy at, at, at this. And I'm, uh, thrilled truly with the entrance. And then, Oh my goodness. <laughs> Chris Jericho's entrance. <laughs> bad uh, it's gonna go down as a bad entrance i think is is that's my review of it you know what i mean i'll get your review in a minute i'm gonna do mine quickly 
my review of the entrance of Jericho was that it was bad. And if I could, I'll, I'll elaborate. Uh, it sounded bad, you know? <laughs> That's why I thought it was bad, was the way it sounded, uh, mostly. Um, only to me, as somebody who heard it, right? If, if somebody didn't hear it, then I have no idea how they felt about it. But I heard it, and I thought it sounded bad. Josh, you? Your thoughts on the entrances? Well, I sent this out from our Twitter account. And again, you can go follow that at wrestling underscore brain. And I would encourage everybody, go tell a friend if you're watching this right now. Drop a follow. It's all out weekend, baby. And we are going all out. Getting to your calls here shortly. I can't wait to hear what the goddamn Brainiacs think about this one. Uh, but I sent this out from the account, Zoobs. It's rare to hear one of the best entrances ever, followed by the worst. Yeah. This was Burton Cummings at the, the Grey Cup. This was Fergie at the All-Star game. What what the fuck was this? This is the worst shit ever. Burn. Chris Jericho knew it sucked too. He looked sad. Yeah. People didn't know what to sing. We just did the people sing the entrance. And now they got to do it over a guy who have you, has he heard Judas before? And and they're telling you it's the guy who was in the band, right? So you're well, like they, you're like the, 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 the guy in the band has never played the song for a live audience before? Well, that But here's the problem. And not to go too musiciany here. He played the guitar part to Judas. He needed to play the vocal melody to Judas. People don't know the... That's not the part of Judas they know. They know... Like, he he just played the part of the song he normally would. And people are like, what What have I become? <laughs> Disaster. Hor- embarrassing. Made you feel like, made me feel like Jericho was gonna lose. <laughs> and EMP Tuggles McMuscle Fun saying he looked like Pete Dunn's sad brother. <laughs> uh leave Jericho alone, says Gumby. He gets guitar <laughs> players off Task Rabbit. It was the best he could get in shotgun. <laughs> no, wasn't that the guitar player of Fozzie? That's what they told us. Yeah, that no, that's like Fozzie's guitar player. I think he should listen again. I'm not a musician. Um Scoots Broto saying he's not the main guitarist. He's the rhythm guitarist. Well, yeah. Not fair to ask him to know the main <laughs> guitar. May as well ask him to play the drums for Judas. You know what? <laughs> I'm not going to step on the Scoots man toes here. If he's, if he's right, he's right. And when he's right, he's correct. You know? What'd you think of this one, Zoobs? MJF versus Jericho. Entrances aside. Um, I think my overarching sort of memory of it, I think, is going to be the referee thing at the end, which I'm not always a huge fan of when they... They're like, this time, the referee not saying you're cheating is, doesn't count. And it's like, well, okay. <laughs> I, but I, other than that, listen, I thought it was, uh, that was good. And, and I, I was buying it either way going in, right? I was very happy to go either way with this and, and uh, w- was bought. I would have almost liked to have been bought on the foot on the ropes thing, but I guess it would have only led to another match. So happy that it ended. Isn't it going to? Yeah, maybe. My least favorite thing about this match is that the finish implies that there's going to be more MJF Jericho shenanigans at some point. Um, I think I like this match, though, more than most, maybe. Um, I thought it was sort of surprisingly hard-hitting. The the stuff was cinched in, like a lot of the submissions, be it the salt of the earth, the lion tamer, or the walls were all really cinched in. Again, when you're enjoying something, it's easier to enjoy something, right? And I was there. Um, But I thought this match, you know... Could it have gone a little shorter? Could it have gone a little faster? Could Jericho, you know, be 20 years younger again? Those things would all be nice. But we're talking about a pay-per-view with a career match. The crowd was biting on it. Um, I thought the finish was more convoluted than it needed to be. But uh, all in all, I was I was pretty into it. 
Yeah, no, listen, it had stakes. I, I, I like a lot of I like a lot of the stuff about it. I like the Judas effect from MJF to get the pinfall. I thought that was a really nice touch. Uh, yeah, so I was listening. I was certainly fully entertained the entire time and and bought into uh, many of the finishes, which is all you can ask, man. So that so yeah, I always thought it was a good match too. But again, the referee thing, but it doesn't stain it so much. I'm not one of those people that like a bad finish. You're like, oh, the whole match is ruined. It's like I obviously the the 10 minutes that I did enjoy of it doesn't disappear in those moments. I think maybe no stronger example of that of than Kenny Omega versus John Moxley in the Exploding Barbed Wire Death Match. Absolutely. I came out of that being like, yeah, that was a great match. I had fun for basically all of it. <laughs> and I was so glad to see that night. This is so off topic, but like our chat was so there too. Mm. It's very cool the the people we have here. This really is like you you got to build these things brick by brick and uh it's slow going when you do wrestling, but uh wrestling brain, we have managed to grow bigger and keep uh progressive non-homophobic non-racist savvy grounded wrestling crowd like what a gift yeah zoobs let's talk about the match of the night <laughs> let's talk about the best in the world cm punk and his opponent cm punk comes out here long tights mm. tucked into boots mm. he's a little thinned down he's mm. a little gaunter a little more cut maybe meaner certainly cockier this is a new cm punk we were staring down tonight in the ring facing uh darby allen this was backbreaker cm punk this is grizzled veteran cm punk this is still the best in the world cm punk can i keep going Zoobs? go man to go slow in the beginning. And Zoobs, you will you will back me up here. I'm so glad to be doing this show with these Zoobs. A man who knows my... Zoobs, how often do I criticize matches for being slow in the beginning? I do it all the time. Sure. I, very often. New Japan's entire main event seems been ruined by everybody trying to be Okada. This is why you start a match slow. If people are wondering if you still have it, go to headlocks a lot. You're working a smart crowd. They know it's rest holds. Roll to the outside. Breathe deep, sell, sell like crazy. And then when they go, is this guy tired? He goes, this guy's wired. This boy's inspired. Hell, this man is desired. CM Punk, it's like the guy never left. The crowd is with every piece of offense. The high knee looks as explosive as I ever remember it. We didn't get to see the bulldog. There's no Pepsi plunge yet. There's room to go. Darby Allen said to hell, I'm going to kill myself doing this match. I mean, that sell outside the turnbuckle to the floor. What are we doing here? I was, I was hooking line. I was vibrating. My match of the year without contender. I was buzzing for this entire contest. How sick is that skateboard? I need it. I need the skateboard. Where do you get? The skateboard. Oh, the go to sleep to the outside. Matty Mac nails one mm. of the best go to sleeps ever. That go to sleep to the outside. Again, what a credit to Darby Allen, who says, "You you you so much as smack me, I will soar." Two degrees down from Shawn Michaels against Hulk Hogan was Darby Allen tonight. So I know I probably like this match more than every human being on earth, but how did you enjoy it? I loved it. I loved. Uh, I'm so glad some of the things you said. And I, I love like, you. 
some of the things you said, I was like, I thought I was going to come on here. You know how sometimes I come on here and I nail it, right? Always. But uh, I love, I love the style that Cena debuted tonight. The full pants, like he's he's almost like a he's almost like playing a grizzled old wrestler. You know what I mean? Like he's he's got every like things visibly hurt him now. Like the, you were talking about the selling, like he looks things hurt him and it takes him longer to recover. You can sort of notice him figuring out. So he has to have like this and and. I thought again, commentary did a good job tonight. Something that you sort of requested, I think, in the past is like pointing out is like Darby Allen wants to go really fast. It makes sense if you're CM Punk to want to make this match go as slow as you possibly can. So like it, it was a great space in between there where like it was the story of can he still go with this is what a strategic next level thinking wrestler would do against Darby Allen is like not give in to any of the throw your body around shit early on and like really make him wrestle your style of match and hurt himself taking risks doing so. And that sort of, but listen, I, I'm thrilled to see where this goes. I love this. I love this, this character for him. I love, it's, it's awesome. Anfield road one saying he made it home. He was in the building tonight, in my opinion, to bear witness to one of the greatest pro wrestling pay-per-views that's ever gone down. I can't imagine that's got to be one of the best live events you've ever seen, Anfield Road. Am I right about this? Who should Punk wrestle next? Kurt Plot 27? We will get to that. But I see that that's almost like the prevailing story already. Let's celebrate this man's greatness. Let's relish in the moment. How many people can come back after seven years? He hasn't wrestled on Dynamite. He hasn't been in front of a live audience doing his thing in seven years. The guy delivered a classic. Now, again, Darby Allen is owed a great debt of gratitude by CM Punk and again a well-chosen opponent from him but how many how many people can do that it's not a long list who should he wrestle next he should wrestle MJF next well no he's going to do the six-man stuff and then for full gear he should be aligned with MJF oh yeah listen I like that uh, I uh I'm glad I'm doing a show with you so you can do all the lifting on the reasons the punk match was great as great as it was because so i'm with i'm with you there every step of the way uh memorable for all for so many great reasons and uh i love it i'm so in as i said I, I, the pants the full pants the it's, it's amazing the guy's gotten so much better at uh you know the the he's, he's always been a guy who thinks really big about the about the sport and uh he really is showcasing that i think with the with the current direction here i'm i can't wait to see him take on so many people it's gonna be great I think Eric Hartman making a great point here. There was a long line of guys who've helped to make Darby look good on his way to the top. And it's glad to see that he can reciprocate that Darby can be like, Hey, listen, there were a lot of people who laid down for me on that run and made me look great. Let's make CM uh, get it done. Obi-Wan Kobashi saying, is CM Punk turning a teasing a turn when he's asking the crowd, which tunnel to use. I saw some people read it that way. I, I think Punk is sort of still in like, fourth wall mode a little bit i think he probably legitimately didn't know what tunnel to use and it's completely in line with the guy you've seen on tv to look to the crowd and be like which one is it like that that just seems sort of in line with who he is but could he turn uh heel down the road i hope he does i think that's where this has to go yeah he listen do he's gonna do home. It. he's gonna do everything he's CM punk don't worry don't worry man don't worry <laughs> it's gonna be fine don't yeah worry. it'll be sick when he's punk. when he's healed it'll be amazing i bet that's my prediction on what's going on as soon as him being faced isn't super amazing all the time he will do something else that's amazing 
brains in the chat for yourselves in the chat i know for you zoobs and even some uk viewers it's so late right now and you're hanging with us and it means the world all up kept me awake but zoobs i need to keep praising this match darby allen's facials in this match the flipping sent on to the floor the initial right at the beginning cm puck decks down catches him into the fireman's carry and teases a go to sleep darby rolls outside right out the gate punk's a veteran He'll get that go to sleep out of nowhere. You wouldn't think the fireman's carry is a position they can get it, but with an opponent that small, he can. He can cradle into the fireman's carry. He's looking for the GTS out of nowhere. Oh, man. I'm glad you wanted to mention, man. He looked big. He looked big. The pants make him look big. I like that. I love the pants. He looks big in the pants. His Twitter timeline was negative about the pants. They're fools. I couldn't disagree more. I love the pants. I think he looks looks big. That's why you're these oops. His upper body look a lot bigger. Uh, Snake about saying Ring of Honor heel punk is the same fed as PWG heel bucks. For a second, oh, I thought he in was, the same fed. For a second, I thought he was wearing like basketball shorts. To be honest with you, to be, to be totally honest with you, Thomas with one of the best comments of the night. I hadn't really thought about this to be honest, but you're absolutely right. Does Brian being here make it easier for Punk to turn heel sooner? Without question. Yeah, yeah. No, that's especially you know they're selling, selling you know this this T-shirt and the trillions. He's gotten it out there. Then Jua 18 saying, are we all having a great night? I sure as hell am. I'm feeling incredible. Heel Punk should be aligned with 2.0, says Justin Morris. Works for me. Everyone should be aligned or completely against 2.0. And there's nothing else. You either want to taste or you were on their side. 2.0 will be the dividing line of the company going forward. Anfield Road says, there's no rush to turn him in my opinion. Oh, yeah. No, I absolutely agree. Except... Like everything in pro wrestling, too soon is the perfect time. If people still want more CM Punk, that's when you have to give them less CM Punk. But yeah, no, not yet. I don't even want it in the next six months. But I'm saying the moment you feel those that volume of 10 turned down to 9, boom, we go. Whew. Uh, stake up or no, sorry, Obi Wan Kabashi saying Punk will get Dokata pop if he goes back to the trunk. Show legs, yeah, sweetie. It's, it's true, he will. Show uh, some thigh. Is there anything else from the show? We, we, you want to close out the podcast at this point? Let's close out the podcast, Zooms, with our scores out of seven. You'll note I didn't do it off the top. Very it's smart. a mere formality at this point. We're going to close out the podcast portion of the show. Now, you will not be getting the calls or our final thoughts. So if you want to do that, you can tune in live at twitch.tv slash wrestlingbrain or subscribe at twitch.tv slash wrestlingbrain as the VOD is behind the paywall there. Zoobs, I ask you, my big brother, the man I love, my partner in talking about all elite wrestling, on a scale of one to seven, one being the worst and seven being the best, what would you rate tonight's pay-per-view offering from all elite wrestling all out? Now, keep in mind, this was four hours of your time. This looked on paper like a long pay-per-view. Zoobs, scale of one to seven. Where are you? And the Brainiacs in the chat on a scale of one to seven. Where is it for you? Easy seven. The easiest seven of all time. Uh, I don't even want to disgrace the system by picking higher than seven. Seven is the correct answer. Um, my, although my favorite joke answer I've seen, maybe ever, Bun says 14 out of seven, which when you do the math equals 2.0. <laughs> <laughs> Well, then to all of our podcast listeners, we'll send you off into the evening at sevens across the board, besides people who don't know how to count and OK Saws, who gives it a six and is unpleasable. 
And I'll say to our podcast listeners, dudes, love and energy. Love and energy. Thank you for listening to the podcast. I hope you enjoyed that episode. I personally thought it was, uh, you know, pretty good. And if you agree with me, there's a couple different ways you could support us here at Wrestling Brain. First of which, you're enjoying the podcast. Head on over to the iTunes store. Give us a five-star review. Leave some kind words. We would greatly appreciate that. Also, wrestling fans, no wrestling fans. Tell somebody you know about this podcast. We'd greatly appreciate it. If you want to go a step further, you can always take in the real show live, twitch.tv slash wrestling brain you get to the post show you get our interviews you get our calls the full experience over there on twitch.tv slash wrestling brain love and energy I'm just a side boy.